Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rogue Patriot Radio. Hope you all have had a great week. We've had a very busy and productive week. Very busy. Very good overall, I would say. We got one of our deadlines met, so that's good. Yes. So good. Big deadline. Got all that stuff picked up yesterday. They were happy. And now we're working on some other projects. So today we are going to be discussing veteran suicide and first responder suicide. However, all the information I'm providing will be mostly about the veteran suicide. Uh, We're going to talk about some of the bullshit that the VA puts out. Um, I don't know why anybody's surprised to hear that, but yeah, so we're going to definitely talk about that and get some truth put out there in the world. But yeah, as far as uh, first responder suicides, I was talking to a chief of police recently, and uh, while I was doing a clock for him, um, I found out that on average nationwide, officers are two times more likely to die by suicide than they are to die in the line of duty. Wow. Now, of course, those numbers differentiate a little bit per area. You know, one city or county is not going to be as high as the national average per se. Um, That's just the national average. Um, But, yeah, I thought that was... You know, it's something that doesn't get talked about a whole lot, um, not just in society, but amongst that circle, just like, I mean, veteran suicide hasn't been talked about a lot amongst the veteran community. Um, It's been happening more in, in recent years, but I think part of that has to do with how we have been trained the things that we have been trained to do and to see when stuff like that happens we um we kind of just you know goes on the back burner um because we don't really want to think about it because having those types of thoughts make us feel weak so we would rather just sweep it under the rug and not talk about it not think about it than to confront the issue and i think that's just because of a lot of it has to do with how we were trained and a lot of it has to do with the abnormally high rate of male suicides not just males in general um, between veterans and non-veterans but in the veteran community so we'll start off with the 2014 
annual report by the VA. The very first line, they say, the top priority of the United States Department of Veterans Affairs is the health and well-being of all of our nation's veterans, including veterans who have chosen not to enroll in or are not eligible for VA health care. As the largest integrated health care system in the country, VA is committed to providing timely access to high-quality, recovery-oriented mental health care that anticipates and responds to veterans' needs, such as treatment for PTSD, substance substance use disorders, depression, and suicidal ideation. I call bullshit. Um, and even in the most recent one, oh, so these these annual reports are two years behind. So the 2014 annual report is for 2012. The 2022 annual annual report that they put out last year is for 2020. Um, so yeah, but that's. That's at the top of every single one of their annual reports and how important it is to them and blah, 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 yada, yada. Um, I call bullshit because the last I checked, they're scheduling out six to eight months for mental health care Mm. just to go see a, a counselor. Yeah. That doesn't seem very timely to me. No. I mean, I don't know. So. Is it? The two things that got me when you you read that is that they don't qualify or they don't sign up for for the VA stuff, the VA benefits. So what does that mean? Do you, you, so you don't just automatically get it for being in the military and coming out of the military? Because if it's so important to them, then they should automatically give it to you, right? They I mean, should automatically give you the services of like, hey, here's your health care because you signed up for this and we're going to help you out. You would think so. I mean, the VA is not all it's cracked up to be anyway. So, hold on, I'll give you the... Straight off the VA.gov website, eligibility for VA health care. You may be eligible for VA health care benefits if you served in the active military, naval, or air service and did not receive a dishonorable discharge. Makes so, sense. first thing, any anyone who received a dishonorable discharge is automatically disqualified from health care benefits through the VA. That makes sense. If you enlisted after September 7, 1980, or entered active duty after October 16, 1981, you must have served 24 continuous months or the full period for which you were called to active duty unless any of the descriptions below are true for you. The minimum duty requirement may not apply may not apply if any of these are true. You were discharged for a disability that was caused or made worse by your active duty service. You were discharged for a hardship or early out, or you served prior to September 7, 1980. 
so another part of as far as i know from what i've seen um those who are not eligible for VA healthcare benefits are those who started basic training and left for one reason or another, whether it was medical or not. Again, I can see that happening. But if you're in there and you go through basic and you, you're active duty, shouldn't that just... I mean, that just makes sense to me that if you get the benefits. So at that point, they have to have... 24 continuous months. Two years. Right. If they get out before the two years, unless they were medically discharged, let's say they were only in for a year for whatever reason, but they were, they either got an honorable or other than honorable, they still don't qualify. Okay. And then... It's different for the National Guard and Reserves. For them, they either had to complete their full period or they had to have been called to active duty by a federal order. And that does not include um, active duty status for training purposes. If they don't meet those requirements then you know let's say national guardsman signs up for six years gets out at four he doesn't he or she doesn't qualify for health care benefits through the va unless uh, i don't even know if the minimum duty requirement applies to them or not hmm. so no um as a blanket not everyone is eligible for VA healthcare benefits. Okay. So my next kind of question that doesn't really talk about think or go along with benefits, but say you sign up, go through basic and you're in, and then how long does it take to get like deployed or is there a time limit or is there just like a, Hey, we need you over here at this point And it just kind of happens. So it depends on the unit that they're assigned to. Okay. When I first got to my duty station uh, down at Fort Hood, my unit just was just coming back from Iraq. Hmm. And then I think it was a year at that point before we shipped out to Iraq. We were actually getting ready to go to... um, we were getting deployed to Hurricane Katrina. Oh, wow. Um, and like two days before that, they were like, hey, just kidding. You're going to Iraq instead. Oh. Like, wow, well, there's a whole different level of packing. Right. So at that point, we started training for what we were going to be doing gotcha. over in Iraq. Whole different kind of training, too. Okay. That makes more sense, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so it just depends on... I mean, I've I've heard people getting to their duty station, and then their commanders are like, "Hey, keep your bags packed. We're getting ready to be deployed." So, okay, it all depends on the the unit that gotcha the individual person gets. So it's not a set number to. of like, no. "Hey, you're in for this much training for this time," mm-hmm. and then you're like, "All right, peace out. You're being deployed." No. Okay. 
Nope. So what I noticed when I read through all of these stupid annual reports from 2014 all the way through 2022, besides that stupid line in common amongst them all, which is complete and utter garbage, um, did I make my point on that? Oh, yeah. It kind of interrupted, I think. I don't know. Hopefully I didn't. No, I think I made my point on it. I mean, it's trash. Um, yeah. The VA likes to peddle nonsense. So, in some of their earlier um, graphs and stuff, they talk about how the number of veterans receiving health care who commit suicide and compare that to the number of veterans who don't receive um, VA health care and commit suicide. And in one part of, in the upper part of their annual report, they're trying to say that the number of veterans who receive health care and commit suicide, health care through the VA and commit suicide, is tremendously lower than the number of veterans who don't receive health care through the VA and commit suicide. So basically they're trying to say that those veterans who don't receive health care through the VA are more likely to commit suicide than those veterans who receive health care through the VA. That should say something about the VA then. Wait, right? No. So, like, I'll give you an example from the 2014 one. That's the percent changes. That's not the numbers that I need. Oh, here we go. This is the average number of suicides per day among veterans with and without the use of VHA healthcare services from 2001 to 2014. It's kind of weird how they blanketed in like that. But anyway. Oh, 1 to 14? Yeah. So let's take 2014, for example. They're saying that in 2014 which would have been 2012 because it's weird that 11 through 14 are all the exact same numbers that's odd but anyway the number of veterans who receive health care through the VA and die by suicide is 6 per day and then the number of veterans who do not receive health care through the VA and die by suicide is 14 per day. Hmm. So what I get when I read that is them saying that they're doing better. It's what that tells me. The yeah. programs they have in place and whatever else, whatever other bullshit they talk about in here that they're doing better, basically. But then when you scroll down, I'm trying to find the chart. 
they specifically said above one of the charts. Oh, I remember where that was now. All right, so I found the chart. So right above it, it says, overall, suicide rates are highest among patients with mental health condition and SUD diagnoses, diagnoses who are in treatment and lower among those who received mental health condition diagnosis but were not sick enough to require enhanced care from a mental health provider. So their numbers... We'll say 2001, for example. Um, and I don't know if these are percentages or not because it sure doesn't say and specify. But with mental health treatment, 84. Without mental health treatment, 27.7. With mental health slash substance use disorder diagnosis, 77.6 without mental health substance use disorder diagnosis 24.7 with mental health slash SUD diagnosis and mental health treatment 89.8 with mental health slash SUD diagnosis without mental health treatment 52.9 Without mental health diagnosis, with mental health treatment, 38.7. Without mental health diagnosis, without mental health treatment, 24.2. And it says, main finding, VHA patients with mental health condition or SUD diagnosis who access mental health treatment services have higher rates of suicide than other VHA patients. Why? Um, I mean, that just tells me that they're doing something wrong, apparently. Right. Shouldn't it be, shouldn't it be the opposite yeah. way around? Like, yeah. the ones with the benefits and with the health, you know, the health care should be lower, and the ones without should be higher. Because if you look at those who have a mental health or substance use disorder diagnosis that do not go to the VA for mental health treatment... Their number is 52.9 for 2001. And like I said, I don't know if that's a percentage or what it is. Because um, some of their numbers in these annual reports are percentages. Some of them are based off of so many per 100,000 people. So I don't know. And they didn't specify. <clears throat> but then those who have the mental health SUD diagnosis, just like the others, but receive mental health treatment through the VA is almost 37 points higher. That's crazy. So how can you say in one part of your annual, annual report that the number of veterans who receive health care who die by suicide is lower than the number of veterans who do not receive health care through the VA and die by suicide. Because that doesn't make any sense. You're contradicting yourself in your own annual re report that you're putting out every year. Yeah. Which is still two years behind. So, yeah, that's something that I noticed is very common 
amongst all of their annual reports, like the one they put out in 2019, which would have been for 2017. It says veteran suicide per death suicide deaths per day in 2017 uh this is a bullshit number by the way um without veteran health care administration use so those veterans who don't receive health care through the va shows 11 those veterans who use the va va health care system says six backwards right i mean doesn't make any sense to me when their own report is contradicting those numbers. Or somebody's a dumbass and just like, oh, let's choose these numbers. I forgot which paper they go with. Let's go. Let's, this number sounds well, good. I mean, they are dumbasses. <laughs> All that shows me is that they're trying to make themselves look better. Yeah. Because they're trying to get funding. Well, if they show numbers to congressmen and senators that apparently don't pay attention i mean it only took me a few minutes to figure it out i don't know why they're not figuring it out who don't look very closely at it because oh it's veterans we're going to do what we need to do for them i mean anyone with half a brain and any degree of critical thinking whatsoever could look at that and be like, something's not right here. Mm -hmm. You're contradicting yourself. So, I don't know. I don't even know who writes all these reports. I think they come from the... I'm not going to scroll. The Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention, and I don't know who runs that office. But... Yeah, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense to me. One, they're, they're showing, according to their numbers, like in the 2022 report, which would have been for 2020, there were 343 fewer veterans who died from suicide in 2020 than in 2019. And 2020 had the lowest number of veteran suicides since 2006. I call bullshit. So my thoughts on that with the reports is 2020 was a year of COVID. So reports with that shows uh, that child abuse was the lowest number also. So just because it's nobody's reporting it because, oh, COVID's so scary. So they're not going to see it. They're not going to go out there and, and check up on it. So that's why I think that 2020 had a, a lower year. Of, well, wasn't of, that the year that the flu disappeared, too? Yeah, because it was COVID. Supposedly. That's all it was. It was just another they, strain of COVID. They counted strain every, of the flu. Yeah, they counted it. All of COVID mm -hmm. was actually flu-related, not COVID. But oh, that's then, a whole other topic. Right, but also with that topic is if it was a suicide death, they're probably going to rule it as COVID because... Why not, right? I mean, they, yeah, yeah. Well, and they get their numbers. Let me see if I can find the reference page real quick. It says, to refer to this report, please use the following citation. I ain't referring to your shitbag report in writing. I'm doing it on the air, idiots. 
trying to figure out where they get their numbers from. Because I know that they pulled some of their numbers... from some federal report on deaths. And I don't remember if that's a CDC thing or who it is, which is weird. The CDC's Center for Disease Control, right? Yeah, Why but... they have death numbers and stuff? I, I, don't I don't know. They do, though. It's odd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one doesn't say... That's weird. For 2021, they had a... So it would have been for 2019. They had a section in there for uh, COVID-19. Hmm. Well, the year that it came out. That's why. The 2021 report. They're still going to talk about it. says the data analysis in this report are conducted by the Department of Veterans Affairs Suicide Prevention Program's data and surveillance team in the Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention, which includes VA staff from the Center of Excellence for Suicide Prevention and the Serious Mental Illness Treatment Resource and Evaluation Center. Suicide surveillance processes include close coordination with federal colleagues in the Department of Defense, and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This document summarizes VA video, uh, suicide surveillance processes, including conduct of VA DOD searches of death certificate data from the CDC's National Death Index, data processing and determination of decedent veteran status. A full description of the data sources for this report is available in the supplementary document located at... Oh, let's click in. Thank you for that. <clears throat> so they use... They coordinate with the Department of Defense Manpower Data Center to compile a list of identifiers for all known veterans, current and former service members, and other VA-engaged persons. To develop this list, data from multiple sources, including the Veterans Health Administration Clinical Administrative and Enrollment Records, compiled by SMITREC. I don't remember who that is. The United States Veterans Eligibility Trends and Statistics, U.S. Vets, database maintained by the, veteran, by the VA Office of Enterprise Integration, in service era rosters and registry files maintained by the VA Health Outcomes Military Exposure, they call it HOME, program is combined. To this data, DMDC staff adds records of all current and former service members from DOD personnel files. Then they use those identifiers while they send the combined list of identifiers to the CDC National Death Index staff to identify possible matching death certificates. So they send those identifiers to somebody, a whole other group of people 
in a completely different organization, so they don't do the work themselves. Shocker. And that's where they get the numbers from. Hmm. The supposed numbers. And then the NDI returns all submitted records with indication as to whether they were a match or non-match to a death certificate in the NDI. Match records are returned with a score indicating the probability that a given set of provided identifiers matched to a death certificate present in the NDI. Following receipt and initial review of the results returned by NDI. Analysis at SMITREC use an algorithm to identify what is considered true match death certificate data. This algorithm selects the best matching death certificates based on the probability. So what I'm gathering from that is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. Bullshit. So for the 2022... So for 2020, I'll just stop saying 2022. It's in the 2022 annual report, but that's for 2020 from what they say. Key findings. In 2020, it says there were 6,146 veteran suicides. So what that means, according to them... There were 6,146 divided by 365. There were 16.84 veteran suicides per day, which they said this was an average of 16.8 per day. But that, I, I mean, I instantly call bullshit on that. Because back in 2013... When we all first started paying attention to this really big, um, without the help of the VA, the number was roughly 22. Yeah. Hence the 22 a day and the 22, that's where that all came about. And then it's estimated to have increased per year since then. By 14%. So it's been, well, that would have been nine years later. So nine times 14%. Oh, wait. 22. So for 2014, that would have put it at roughly 25 and each year it's... And then 2015 would have been about 28 and a half, so actually would have been closer to 29, so we'll say 29. Then the next year, what the heck? Then the next year would have been 33. So right now, 10 years later, we're sitting at over 44 a day. Hmm. So again... On all these VA annual reports, I call bullshit. 17 a day, my ass. That just tells me, one, 
whatever system they're using to gather their information for these numbers is not accurate. Yeah. I mean, you talk to any veteran out there, they know that the, if you walked up to a veteran on the street and you're like, hey, so the 2020, uh, the report for 2020 from the VA said that there were only 16.8 veterans that died by suicide. They would tell you that was bullshit. Yeah. So the fact that they claim that those veterans who receive health care through the VA die by suicide at a far greater rate, according to their numbers, than those who do not receive health care through the VA is straight bullshit. Mm -hmm. I mean, several instances come to mind of veterans committing suicide on VA property. Oh. There's been news reports about that. And I saw another graph in another one where the number of veterans who die by suicide on campus, by which they mean at a VA healthcare facility right. somewhere, mm -hmm. was like super small. But then the suicide attempts on campus was tremendously high. And it was weird because it looked like a um, EKG type report. I mean, mm. it was like all over Up the freaking down. place. Um, but yeah, basically, in my eyes, the VA is just trying to make themselves look better. Um, so that way they can keep getting tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of taxpayer dollars to do whatever the hell they're doing with it. Right. Um, all the meanwhile, posting fake data. Yeah. I mean, they sure as fuck ain't helping the veterans with that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're doing with the money. I know that the secretary of the VA makes six figures a year. Must be nice. Wow. I, I need to look into other pay rates for some of the other higher-ups. Yeah. And those are the ones that are making policy decisions regarding veterans. Mm-hmm. Generally, those appointed to that position are typically veterans themselves. But it almost feels, with a lot of them, it almost feels like they've lost that brotherhood mentality and turned into a politician. Hmm to where instead of doing what they're supposed to do and caring about veterans and their health, they're more worried about looking good in front of whoever is the current president. Yeah. 
And then, I mean, in my opinion, as a non-politician, I probably should never get into politics because I'm pretty sure I'd piss a whole lot of people off. But in my opinion, someone in that position should give two shits. It should not be anything to do with politics. It shouldn't right. be a left side of the aisle or a right side of the aisle issue. Mm-hmm. That position should be entirely non-political. And anyone who decides to become political in that position should be immediately removed. Yeah. If you're not going to do your fucking job and help veterans, then go the fuck home, hang up your hat, call it a day because you're done. Yeah. Your job is done. You're... Oh, man. If I was ever president, I'd fire a whole shit ton of people. <laughs> It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Why is it that, and I talk to VA staff all the time because there's a lot of really good ones, but why is it that VA staff members who talk to veterans who aren't in the mental health field, they're, you know, lab techs or nurses or whatever, even admin people. And, you know, they notice that the current veteran that they're dealing with is having a bad day. So they're talking to him and, and trying to cheer him up and stuff like that. And then they get told by one of their supervisors to stay in their lane, that that is not their job to do. Like pretty sure the only job requirement is to help veterans yeah everything else is just icing on the cake at that point so it doesn't matter if you're a lab tech if you're a an admin if you're a check-in clerk doesn't matter what your fucking title is if you're not there to help veterans get the fuck out go find another job right I mean, one, working in healthcare, if you're not there to help people anyway, you need to get the fuck on and do something else. Go be a hermit if you don't want to help people because every other job in the world helps people in some sort of way. Yeah. If you can't help people, then you need to go find something else to do with your life that doesn't involve people. But it just blows my mind. I'll, I'll tell you right now, if I ever witnessed a supervisor telling a VA employee to stay in their lane because they were trying to help a veteran, I would absolutely lose my mind. Yeah. I would embarrass that person in front of everybody. And I would not hold my tongue. The cops would have to drag me out of there. Hopefully they would agree with me, but... Right. As with anyone else, they've got some good ones and they got some shit bags. Seen lots of videos of the shit bags uh, in the VA police department surfacing online here recently. And then they finally, at the one here locally, um, sometime within the last month, well, it's been longer than a month. Between when I went there before my surgery until last month, 
they finally did away with requiring masks when you walk in. Hmm. But February, I believe it was the middle or so of February, I got an email from the VA stating that they weren't going to be requiring masks in the facilities anymore. Depending on, they were following the CDC guidelines, so some communities might have to if their transmission level was high or whatever. Two days after that, after I got that email, I was at the VA, and they made me put a mask on. Hmm. And I'm like... So I, I asked them, the, the people at the front, the, they're usually volunteers, one, and they're usually veterans themselves, and they're old. <laughs> it's usually little old men yeah, in red little jackets just sitting up by the front. So I asked them, and I was like, why are they still requiring masks? I got an email two days ago that said we don't have to wear this. And he's like, oh, I don't know. We don't know nothing about that. We were just told to keep passing them out, making people wear them. And I was like, hmm. it's interesting. So I don't know. I don't know. I know that they're not going to know anything. They just do as they're told. And then the the ones who are the ones enforcing it are the ones running the whole facility yeah, whatever so their title is I don't know the ones enforcing the mask policy yeah I know at a regular um, like clinic it would it's would be like the office manager or whatever title it is of yeah. the person that's actually running the day to day operations of that clinic I just don't know what the VA calls them Hmm. Idiots is what I call them. Yeah. But yeah, and then the last time I went in for labs this past week, I don't know. But anyway, as I was walking out, and I was just there for labs, so it was pretty quick, you know, in and out. All they got to do is tap my vein and draw some blood. But the, um, as I'm walking out, two people dressed very nice so i know that they weren't doctors or nurses they were some sort of admin higher up apparently they were just like staring up and i was like one on either side of me and i just look over and i'm like what the fuck is going on and they both look back down and they look at me and go have a good day sir and i was like thanks you too and I looked up and didn't see nothing up there. I don't know what in the fuck these people were, were staring you? at. I was walking out the front doors. Huh. And they there's two sets of doors with like a breezeway in between. Yeah. And that's where they were standing in the breezeway, just staring up. And I'm like, what in the hell? I don't know if there were some veterans coming in or leaving. So we got in their way of what they were trying to do. Because when I walked out, someone else was behind me. And then they walked out the front doors and then instantly turned around. And I was like, well, apparently whatever they're doing is so super important that they need to stop work to do it. Weird. But, yeah, so let's put out some truth now that we dispelled all the VA bullshit. 
So, like I mentioned earlier, 2013 was when the whole veteran suicide thing really started catching people's attention. And the average number of veteran suicides per day in 2013 was 22. It has been estimated to raise every year since then roughly about 14%. Currently, 10 years later, that puts us at over 44 veterans a day dying by suicide. Hmm. So in 10 years, instead of reducing the number, as the VA claims, we've actually doubled at a minimum. Mm-hmm. So what can we do about it? Besides, fuck the VA, because they're fucking worthless. Six to eight months for a damn mental health appointment. That's absolutely ridiculous. They did pass a law um, just pretty recently that allows any veteran to go receive free mental health care anywhere. All they got to do, basically, I could walk into a local hospital, say, I'm a veteran and I need mental health care, and they'd be like, okay, let's get you taken care of. But you call the VA to make a mental health appointment at six to eight month waiting list. Like, come on, Al. Do you know if there's a waiting list for the other part of it where you can just kind of go in anywhere? Or is that just unknown? Well, and that's another thing. When they called me to make my mental health appointment I don't know six months ago or whatever whenever that was I asked him and I said so if you guys have a six month to eight six to eight month you guys are scheduling out six to eight months why can we not go get mental health care in the community and she's like oh you can And I was like, it's interesting that you say that because I was very specifically told that I could not. Hmm. And she's like, well, who told you that? Because that's weird. We allow, it's your choice if you want to be seen by the VA or if you want to be seen by community care. And I was like, I was thinking and I gave her the name of the lady. And I don't remember now. I'd have to look back at my emails. I gave her the name of the lady who told me that by a secure message on the on the VA app. And she was like instantly, instant quiet. And I was like, well, do you know who that is? And she's like, yeah, she's actually one of the lead um, counselors. I forget what her title is, psychologist, psychiatrist. I don't know. I don't know the difference either. Don't really care, honestly. Um, but she's one of the lead counselors here. So I would listen to what she says. So my brain is like, why would I listen to her if I'm now getting contradictory information? Yeah. I can go community care, but I can't. Like, who's lying here? Am I talking to a newbie that's scheduling me, or am I talking to someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about and has been doing it for a while compared to someone else in a position of power who just doesn't give a shit. 
I don't even remember who my appointment is with, if it's with this lady or somebody. Mm. I'll find out next month. Yeah. But it just... I don't know, man. It's frustrating. There needs to be more resources for overall mental health. But, I mean, since we're talking about VA, you know, veterans, there needs to be more access for the community to get services. Well, and I'll tell you, one of the things that I think feeds into the veteran suicide rate um, with the VA in particular is the VA disability. When, one, it takes forever. Takes forever. I had a claim filed in February for me to be on temporary 100% disability while I recovered from my back surgery. Figured that should be a very simple in-and-out-the-door kind of Mm -hmm. claim because, yes, he's having surgery. This is going to be how long he's out for. Okay, we'll cover the 100% during that time. It is now May 6th. That was filed on February 16th. They still have not made a decision on that claim. Why? Hmm. I asked them. I called them. I had three claims, and somehow they combined two of them, which was weird, but two, and they were not anything to do with each other, but whatever. And I asked the lady who answered the phone, I said, why is that claim taking so long? That should have been approved a long time ago. And she's like, well, it says it's for the recovery period for your surgery. Have you had your surgery yet? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have. And this was last month when I talked to him. And I said, yeah, last month. I had it on March 14th. That was my surgery day. I was down four to six weeks. And she was like, oh, well, I don't know. And then she started looking at something and goes, oh, it says here that they're waiting for the information from your surgeon uh, to come back with what they did and blah, 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 yada, yada. And I said, so basically, they waited until after surgery, well after surgery at this point, to reach out to the doctor. And I think my most recent update status that they were requesting information showed May 2nd. Hmm. If I remember correctly from looking at it the other day. They reached out to the doctor at that time, my surgeon, asking for all the detailed records of my surgery, anything to do with my surgery, pre-op, post-op, all that. Why are we waiting two, three months? That shit should have been requested March 15th, the right. day after my damn surgery. Like, I just, I don't get it. But as far as the disability goes, a veteran gets rated, and then, you know, X amount of time passes by, and they go request for an increase 
because something got worse. Mm-hmm. Like I did a couple of years ago. And come to find out, after they decreased, if you're if they rate you and it's not considered permanent and total, they can decrease your numbers. So they decreased my back and in my neck, both by ten percent apiece. And so they sent me a whole bunch of stuff in the mail explaining why. So I took that to my service officer and I asked him, I said, why they decrease it? I'm looking at surgery. This was two years ago. I knew I was going to have surgery. I said, why why did it get decreased? And he says, well, glance into it. He goes, well, they think your back is getting better. And I was like, well, you're having surgery. All right. I said, how's it getting better if I had to stop working? because of my back and they're talking surgery how's that better and he keeps looking and he goes oh i know the problem i said well what is it he said the people who make the the final decision look at your records your records are not being updated properly by your team oh they're not putting in there what you're telling them he said, Perfect. so they look at your, they're, the decision people are looking at your records and going, oh, well, this doesn't seem too bad. It looks like he's getting better. Meanwhile, your team, who you're telling all this stuff, you know, I had to walk with a cane every day. I had to stop working, blah, blah, yada, yada. They're not updating your, your medical records. And so my very next appointment after that, I had a very, very big heart-to-heart with my nurse, uh, who is actually also a veteran, not my nurse anymore, but anyway. And I told her, and I said, explain the whole situation. And I told her it's, it's very frustrating to me that everything that I come in there for and tell them about is not being updated in my records. Everything I tell the doctor, everything I tell the nurse is not going into my records. Said so when I go in for an evaluation for an increase and they decrease my numbers because they think I'm getting better because you guys are not doing your job. I said, so how do you think that makes me feel? I said, you guys tell me time and time again that you're here to help that you're going to, um, that I need to be more forthright and tell you what's going on and tell you all my problems. But if you're not updating my records, why in the fuck would I trust you with anything that's going on with me? So I think that the whole disability in the VA system is a huge stressor for veterans. And I think that when veterans are going through that and they get decreased or they get denied, I think that that's a tipping point. And in their brain, they're like, well, fuck this then. Right. If, you know, this could have helped, this would have helped me. And now it's not going to. And it just, it 
fucking sucks, man. But the VA, woohoo, we're doing so great. Mm-hmm. Fucking VA. So, yeah, VA, uh, our veteran suicide deaths are increasing, unfortunately. There's a lot of good organizations out there, and I'm not talking about the nationwide ones that get all the publicity anyway. I'm talking about your local, you know, depending on what state you're listening to this from. There are a lot of local organizations, or even there are some smaller nationwide ones with local chapters in it, like Undersea Warriors, who we sponsor. Um, But there's a lot of really good organizations out there that are really trying to make a dent and combat veteran suicide. Yeah. Um, I mean, just in the research I've done, I found the two we're sponsoring... And then I found another, and one of those was because they actually emailed me first. I had never heard of them prior to that. Um, Super nice guys, though. I talked to their main director, um, who I think lives in Ozark. I don't know. But he, uh, super, super nice guy. Um, But then I found another one here that provides mental health services to veterans free oh good um and it's not one of those it doesn't seem to me to be one of those where you had to go sit in some damn stuffy office and lay on a couch and shit like these it i don't know i've never used them before but it seems from what i the research i did on their website it seems like they kind of meet you where you're at kind of thing and you know whether that's going out to eat or whatever that's cool um but they're available to you 24 hours a day okay which is phenomenal yeah for sure um and then there's there's different camps out there um i say camps where you can go and spend some time out in nature there's um one of the the one of the organizations we work with uh charlie 22 outdoors um they are local ish um hour or so away is where they're at but they do stuff all over the country they have hunting trips they have different ranches that they work with that offer equestrian training uh for veterans yeah um you can go camping and it's like just amazing some of the stuff that i have that i've been able to find as i have um gone deeper into this particular subject because the stuff that gets pushed the most are the big nationwide organizations. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones you hear about the most by far. Wounded Warrior Project, stuff like that. The Disabled Veterans of America, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, the VFW. Places like that are what you hear about the most. 
But it's these smaller ones that really are not getting the attention they should, if that makes any sense. And those are the ones that are going out of your way, out of their way. It's your your everyday normal person going out of their way to help veterans in any way that they can. And so I challenge you to do some digging in and find places like that because I know they're all across the country especially when you get into more rural areas. Yeah. And I think another big problem is getting to the point where you're willing to accept, not not just willing to accept help, but mentally willing to know and understand that something's not right. I need to figure out what it is and how to fix it. Yeah. I can't just brush it under the rug. And I mean, even if that just means talking with somebody. I mean, I'll tell you one thing, writing, tremendously satisfying. I'll tell you when, before I started revamping the website, when I was doing that blog, it was incredibly satisfying. Yeah. I mean, just so peaceful. I I just sat down and, I mean, anyone who read the blog knew that I definitely spoke my mind, um, said what the hell I wanted to say and didn't give a shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I challenge everybody that's listening who might be struggling with somebody, put your ego aside. Fight. Fight through the voice in your head telling you that you're going to be weak, telling you whatever it might be telling you. And just talk to somebody. Go get help if you need help. And... Don't fake the face. Don't fake. Don't face the darkness alone. It's not a fun place to be at all. Um, it's a very difficult place to be. Reach out. I will wander into the darkness and come find you and help you find your way out. Um, nobody should have to do that alone. Honestly, at the end of the day, don't give a shit what anybody has to say about it. If they got a fucking problem with it, fuck them. Right. And honestly, if they're not willing to help you better yourself in any way possible, whether that's talking to you or supporting you you while you go and get some help or whatever, then fuck them. Cut them. Cut them out of your life. Yeah. Because if they're not going to help you excel, then they're holding you back. Kick them to the curb. Tell them to Mm -hmm. kick rocks. Be gone, motherfucker. (laughs) So, yeah, I've dragged on enough. 
You got anything else to add? Because I think that's it for me. No, but I think that if nobody knows that, isn't that 988 is the is the hotline number? Yes. You dial that if you're struggling without. Yes. If you don't want to talk to anybody that you know personally, you want to talk to somebody that has no bias towards you or your family or your life, whatever it is, then 988 is the number you should Glad call. Glad you mentioned that. I'm about to give you all the information. <laughs> so we put this at the bottom. I put this at the bottom of all the blogs that I write. Um, so we're going to... Yeah, so you got 988, option one. You can send a text to 838255. You can call... 1-800-799-4889. You can call 844-889-5610. You can go to veteranscrisisline.net. V-E-T-E-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-S-I-S-L-I-N-E dot N-E-T. Veteranscrisisline.net. I am not spelling this next one out. It is entirely too long. (laughs) StopSoldierSuicide.org forward slash get dash help. I am not spelling that out. I will repeat it, though. StopSoldierSuicide.org forward slash get dash help. And actually, honestly, if you just go to StopSoldierSuicide.org, you can find it from there. Because I think I was on that page a minute ago, and I just kind of looking at statistics, and it I was on my on my phone, so I mean you can go there, and on the bottom of the screen it says like take the next steps, and it says one says get help, one says something else. I don't remember what it said, but yeah, I mean you can minimize that, but it it just pops up automatically. So like there's no hiding. If you need help, it's right there. Right, right, right. One thing I will touch on real quick. Um, these different groups that are putting out statistics um, on their websites, a lot of the statistics you'll find online are all gathered from the same place. They're all g- getting from the VA, and the VA, we already told you where their numbers come from. Um, it really takes a lot of digging to be able to find the actual numbers. And, of course, they are estimated. It's not an exact, like, I can't tell you X number of veterans per day commit suicide because there is no factual number. Like I said, the 44-plus that we're at right now, that's an estimation. Yeah. But that number is more accurate than the VA numbers are. Um so just be wary when you're looking at statistics online for veteran suicide and just remember to do your due diligence and do some digging to find factual numbers and don't rely on the bullshit data that's getting peddled through the VA. Um, and even the some of the organizations that use VA figures they even know and sometimes mention on their website that, you know, this is what the VA says, but this is more of a legitimate number. So 
do some digging, do some research. Um, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take the VA's word for it for anything. Um, but yeah, that's what I had to say about statistics real quick. But yeah, I'm just saying, just go to those. If you don't want to talk in person, sometimes texting is easier. Sometimes calling is easier. Whatever is your forte. I mean, really go to those resources, utilize those resources to get the help. Talk to me. And if you want to talk to somebody else, hell, you can even reach out to us. We can talk. I 100% will make time out of my day. I will stop what the hell I'm doing to talk with you. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn about deadlines at that point. I'm stopping what I'm doing and mm-hmm. talking. Email us. We'll, we'll reach out back. And if one of us can't help, we'll direct you where where you think where we think you need to go. We'll give you the we'll give you the resources to help out wherever you need. We're gonna touch back on this topic some more in the future for sure. Uh, and I'll try to come up with actual points so I don't rely on my brain. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm it's sure right. that there's stuff I wanted to touch on that. Well, there's probably a lot of things we can go yeah. on. I mean, but then there's tangents, and sometimes the tangents don't. They go this far, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Where did we end up yeah. at? Where do we need to go like back to? Like when I first started, <laughs> I was like, did I make the point I was trying to make? I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Love reach, y'all. Reach out. Get help. Yeah, we're Talk here if you need us. Um, if there's any anyone that we can point you in the direction of, just let us know. We'll see what we can do. Um, but yeah, just remember, it is definitely time to end the 44 plus. Yes. We need to stop veteran suicide. And that doesn't just mean veterans that also includes active duty service members and first responders we need to to take this subject a lot more seriously and help those that need the help yeah i love y'all hope you have a great rest of your weekend and we'll see you again next saturday see you later